Hello everyone, and welcome back to Everything from Top to Bottom with Thomas and Brett. Yes! We are back for another episode. Another episode for your ears. And we're mixing it up this week by yes, we are. starting out with our hot and the ugly. Why not? Because if you have been a long time listener at this point, then you know... That are hot and the ugly. Is usually at the end. And our most anticipated segment. Oh, yes. However, we decided we want to switch it up a little bit. Just a little bit. Just try new things. Yes. Experimentation is key, I think. It's important to be versatile in life. Love versatility. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to start with a hot? Yeah, I want you to start with your hot. Give give me your hot of the week. Um, The weather was hot. The weather was (laughs) a little hot. The weather was my hot because I feel like the... um, Do you know her... Um, Who? The weather? No, no, no. We've met. Sarah. Have you met Sarah before? The weather woman? No, Sarah Tonin. No, I've never met this woman. She's so sweet. Okay. And she really has the power to invigorate the mind. Who is this? You don't know Sarah? No. Sarah Tonin. Sarah Tonin. Ha 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 ha. I can't believe you even fell for that. I was like, who's this bitch? You never once talked about a Sarah. <laughs> um, so Sarah Tonin's really kicking in. Because of the weather? Um, oh, yeah. The sun. Well, I love that. Yeah. I feel like you've been lacking on some serotonin recently. I always do. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, but that would lead into my ugly, but I don't want to spoil that too quickly. Oh, you don't want to give it away? No. Okay. Well. Because the, the weather is always nice for me when I can put the roof back, you know, the sunroof. I can look out. I can, like, li- drive with the car down. And, and no music? Um, music blasting, actually. Oh, okay. I haven't known you to be like listening to music a lot when I you really drive. I really only listen to, don't listen to music when we're talking. Like, right. I, I don't need, what am I Which is need? all you seem to be able to do. Well, we have a podcast. <laughs> and so that's why my voice, actually, I didn't tell you this. Actually, this could be partial hot, too. Somebody reached out to me and they want to do a podcast with me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who? It's this guy that, um, I was on that podcast, Discretionary Advised. Yeah. He was a guest on the show, and he, like, watched my clip, and he was like, I think you'd be really great, like, to be, a, like, a co-host with. He said he would take care of all the work, all the editing, like, all I had to do was just show up and record, and he would take care of it. He said I could, like, if you want to help, like, post videos and stuff on TikTok or whatever, I was like, I mean, okay. like we Buy can- podcastal. I'm like, okay, whatever. Sure, but all I have to do is just show up for an hour a week and like right. record. I mean, that's not too hard. No, it's not. I said I told them I was like, I have this, which takes time and effort. Right. Um, us planning to meet and stuff like that. Which another point I do have to make is that we do need to figure out probably how to do this virtually. Okay. Probably gonna be easier. Yeah, I mean, I like her in-person stuff, but everybody else does theirs virtually, and they just combine the clips together. Totally. No, I mean, I'm sure that would be easier and save us a little bit of stress. Yeah. So, I mean, we can figure it out. Because, like, I think, so when we play pickleball and stuff, like, it's great on Saturday because I get to spend time with you. Great. We're playing. And then afterwards, we get to have our little, you know, food time and chat and catch up and Mm -hmm. um, really, like, you know, I don't know, be in our space together. Yeah. Whereas I feel like sometimes when we have to record the podcast, we have to, like... Get into podcast mode. Podcast mode, which I don't mind. And you just want to be in friend mode. Well, I, like, I want both. Right. 
But you I, want there to be a separation of friend mode and podcast mode. Yeah. I agree. I mean, we've talked about that on the podcast before. Yeah. That's important. Um, and I think it would be good to, like, learn how to be able to just do this. Digi- I mean, we have to learn how to do it digitally. Someday. Someday, anyway. For sure. So, yeah. Which could be, oh, my God, not to spoil what your hot could be, but you did get a new apartment. We got rejected. <gasps> Wh- what? So apartment hunting has been a bitch and a half. Like, basically what's happened, it's been a lot of, like, rejection slash not rejection this week. How do you get rejected? Financial rejection? No. So what happened is that I don't really know what's necessarily going on. Part of me feels like it's, like, my realtor is, like, young, and this is, like, kind of her first, like, apartment that she is, like, getting out there for us. And Right. So... Part of me feels like she doesn't necessarily know what she's doing. But she was taking a little bit of a long time to respond. All of a sudden, we were told that we were not... That they were going in a different direction. Mm. But then they reached out again and said, Oh, wait, actually, maybe you are getting it. And then they sent us the renter's insurance policy. Mm -hmm. So we're a little confused still. It's like not 100% landed. It would be great if it could be. We really do want this apartment, and it would be so nice. Yeah. But... It has not necessarily worked out that way, and so we're still figuring it out. So, you're not rejected? So, we are still... Pending? Pending. Pending, okay. So, it was a little bit of like a, yay, we're good, everything's in, no. it's all going to be good, and then there was a little bit of bad news, and but we're like still with them. All right. And we're still looking. That's good. So, I mean, we're trying. It's kind of like been my ugly of the week. Um, well, don't spoil it yet. I mean... Honestly, like, my hot of the week has been my mornings have, like, totally changed. So Mornings? What are you doing? So I used to get up in the morning. It used to be my very own routine. Sure. It was, like, my favorite thing. I used to love having my routine. I thought it was very important for me to, like, have my routine in the morning to have a good day. Yes. All of a sudden, now my roommate Amelia has a 9-to-5 job, and so she's starting to get up in the morning, and that's who I share my bathroom with. And so I thought it was going to be, like, the most miserable thing that I was going to have to figure out. But it's actually been really, like, great having, like, all of us up in the morning and all four of us, like, going to work and, like, talking and, like, being fun with each other and socializing a little bit before the day. Oh, you like that? Actually helps me, like, feel a little bit better and feel a little bit cooler going. I think part of the morning and having my routine I've allowed time for myself to, like, for my mind to wander, whereas if I have a bunch of people in the morning, like, oh, interesting, almost distracting me in a way, I'm a little bit better off. So I think that's been my hot of the week. That's funny to me because that would be my worst nightmare. I that I thought it was going to be my worst nightmare. I was like, when am I going to poop? When am I going to, like, <laughs> do so many other things? Like, is it going to be a nightmare everyone cooking? Like, am I going to be annoyed in the morning that people are talking to me? But, like, it's been great. I love my roommates. I am, like, so happy. I, like, love my friends. And that is true. Like... Wow. I think... I guess another hot, like, is that I, I know this week, like, it's really felt... Especially since, like, last... I'd say, like, last Saturday. Like, last Saturday or whatever, like, I was able to, like, have that, like, dinner with Catherine. Like, we had, a, like, a one-on-one. Oh, yeah. She and said you had a good time. Yeah, I've been realizing, like, just how much, like, I do have a, like, extremely great support system. And who and says that all the time? really love me. Who says that? I'm really appreciative of it. Mm. And that's my hot of the week is that <laughs> I have, like, great people in my life mm. that when I am having a little bit of an ugly of the week, we... 
are still here and still good. Anybody you want to call out specifically or Brett Bory? You are an incredible <gasps> oh my god! I I would never try to. Make I mean, you the say fact it. that you think I like even need to say that. I would never. So I would never try to pull that out of you. You are so stupid. No, I would never do that to you. I only want you to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's important to share that with the world. Totally. Um, which is a great transition into my ugly. Um, <laughs> because my ugly is that I got strep throat. Oh, that is very ugly. Very ugly and you nasty boy. No, and you know what? It's funny. And because how many people did you give it to? I don't know. Oh, the world may never know. Well, I know. Well, I guess we're just not going to say <laughs> it. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, when I told people I had strep, their immediate reaction was, "Oh my gosh! Like, how many people have you been hooking up with?" And I was like. Well, first off, strep, everyone thinks I'm a slut now. Strep is not an STD, totally, or an STI. Yeah, but when which, your tongue's you know licking the back of someone else's throat, it could be like, hey, <laughs> would love to just know real quick because I know you're a whore. But that is not okay. Do not perceive me in this light. Okay, perceive, yeah, perceive, perceive. Yes, yes. I'm an angel. Um, but I had so I had a sore throat on, like little itchy throat on Monday. Sore throat on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday it was like full blown. But it's crazy because when you have a sore throat, it really is only that. Yeah, it sucks. It's only the throat. But that's my least favorite thing is throat things because oh, it's like me too. All of a sudden it's like I can't my, eat. I your can't. air, breathing, talking, any everything is with your throat. Your oh, throat yeah. is like the heart of your body. Like it is literally, literally. I the mean, heart is I, not here. No, it's I. My I don't even know what this is. This is really the heart and soul of my body. Is this throat? So I had to go to the doctors. My tiny little delicate throat. Which I hate the doctors. Another part of the ugly me of too. that. Ugly doctors. Ugly doctors. Ugly doctors. I'm fighting a bill right now because fight it. I'm on prep, obviously, and um, part of the being on prep means that you have to take certain um, like blood blood tests yeah. every three months or so, right? That is all covered under insurance under of all it is. the Protection Act that Biden had passed. But if the if they don't put it in the system, they put it in as like routine blood work, which it's not. They're stupid. It's like because the way it they fucks have, you over. Well, the way they have to categorize me is I have an illness. Yeah. Which and is that's stupid. ugly. It's stupid. Because you don't have an illness. No, I don't have an illness. It's preventative. Being gay is not ill. It really, I mean, arguably it is, but um, I don't want the healthcare system to say that. So, um, anyway, I went to the doctors. They swabbed my throat. They said I had a great gag reflex, which they're preaching I think that's the choir. Weird that your doctor said that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cause they, no, because they said, did you feel that? I was like, yeah. And they were like, good, because you have a great gag reflex to not feel it. Um, I was like, I don't know if that's a compliment. But then, okay, this is this is interesting. I found out. Um, so, <clears throat> long story short, I can't. I can do penicillin, but I don't always want to do it. So the alternative to amoxicillin for antibiotics is doxicillin, whatever. Mm. And I found out this week that p- the new thing that everyone's doing is taking prep and doxy. Oh, what's that do? It prevents HIV, obviously, and STDs. So when people go to like P-Town or Fire Island, they bring a concoction of Doxy and PrEP. I didn't know that. So it creates like, because you're on antibiotics, so it reduces the chance of making like a super STD bug. Um, I was like, oh my God. That feels a little scary to me though, because aren't you like not supposed to fuck with antibiotics? You're correct. But if you are going to be a whore and like fuck everything that moves, 
I mean, maybe it's I don't know if it's like a, antibiotics. Well, I don't know if it's your a, priorities. I don't know if it's a long term thing you should do, but apparently someone said like I was like they're like oh what are you on? I was like doxy, and they're like oh are you I on prep too? And I was like yeah doxy and prep. They're like oh, you're on that concoction? I was like, no, I genuinely have a sore throat. <laughs> like, I have a problem. I'm not trying to be a whore. Totally. At least not right now. Um, well, that's good. I'm like glad we're at least on some type of medical. F- I mean, like, I wouldn't be sitting next to you if you were Well, yeah, I'm not contagious. I've been, I've been taking my medicine. My throat's been getting better over time. I've been regaining my energy because I've had the sore throat. It's been fighting the viral infection, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I've been, like, really tired. Like, I was sleeping so much. Um, That's nice. I had to. I had I no choice. I was sleeping more. You could. Yeah. If you prioritized it. I, I, amen. Um, We've I, been talking about priorities a lot. Yes. And really what we need to prioritize in our life. And yes. who we need to be prioritizing in our life. Me, always. 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 I should be number one on the list. Always. Um, um, I guess it leads into my ugly of the week. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I was um, rejected a little bit this week. Como se dice rejection? We've had a little bit of rejection going on this whole week. As people that have listened to this, I mean, if you're like listening to this, you probably listened to a past podcast. And Why does it sound like you're like a radio host? Have you been listening to this? Well, do you, JZB? You know that I'm like seeing someone like, yeah, you're hanging casually. Out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I asked them to be my boyfriend this <sighs> week and... It, it was a little bit of a no a little bit of a no it, it was a, a yes it wasn't a, it wasn't it wasn't a full yes no like we're not together right now in that sense but it wasn't a full no we're still hanging out and we're still seeing where things are going um we're always on a path so thank you moses i thought we would uh, but spend this week talking about rejection i think that's a great topic to talk about because i think rejection applies in so many different facets of life i mean okay a credit card rejection you know totally. what i mean like you can go everything an apartment rejection apartment rejection um a job application rejection yeah like there's so much opportunity in life to receive rejection um the question is how you process the different types of rejection um, totally and i'm curious to know like beyond this like this um ugly that we've mentioned what other instances in your life have you faced rejection? Well, I mean, I've been broken up with before. I wouldn't really consider that rejection. Okay. Um, I mean, I've been rejected from a billion jobs before in my life. Okay. Um, well, how, would, how do you deal with that? I mean, really, unfortunately, the only thing you can do is... I guess I've never been faced with a rejection of jobs when I have n- not had anything. I've You've only, always had a job. And I've then, always had a job or had school. Oh, okay. At some point, to be like, I'm still on this. First way to deal with your rejection is to kind of reevaluate exactly, like, okay, well, what in my life do I need to prioritize, and what do I find important? And uh, have you been rejected, um, like, as a person? There was one time I had a grinder hookup come over, and he was like, we were like making out or whatever, and then he got up and was like. I can't do this right now. And then he walked out. I think we've all been there. Amelia came in the next moment, my roommate, and said, um, that was quick. The fact that you're, it's because you're overhead lights. And I was like, fair. Oh, you had the lights on? I had the lights on. And did we not have this conversation last week? Lights off? I mean, here, a a, a throwback. You know what? I've been at a A hookup. A callback. I've been at a hookup before, and 
they're like so into the lights you know like they're like the Philips Hue lights you know those the color changing ones oh yeah you know and they just live off the rainbow color yeah they love the, no, but it was so funny because they spent the whole time like trying to get the Sonos connected to the speaker and the, I'm like I don't care about any of this that's a little cringy it was so funny though to have to like yeah they're like hold on let me just get my phone out and adjust all this lighting and stuff um how long do they spend at least a good five to ten minutes trying to get it together mm. um but i can hear you on the rejection i mean did you feel rejected as a person or did you feel rejection like physically i mean look like i i don't really like as a person as a person i feel rejected more like mentally Oh, so it's you putting in your head that they've rejected you. Um, no, I meant more as like, I feel like as a person, as a person, I know people find me attractive. I know people find me bubbly. I've never really doubted that where I doubt myself and where I feel rejection is when like, it's about like my, my mental, like, I feel like. Sometimes when I'm talking to people, like, I recognize that they, like, zone out or that they, like, oh. don't care or that, like, they don't think I'm, like, smart or that they like, not following along. Sure. And so, like, they want to change subjects. I feel, like, rejected then a oh, lot of times. interesting. Okay. Um, but, no, I mean, I've never, like, I, I don't, I don't really feel rejected as, like, I mean, like, I've been rejected from colleges before, mm. like, but I have, I personally, that's personally as a human being how I feel like I've really been rejected. Do you view rejection? I'm not here, just asking you questions. This interview. Um, do you think rejection? It's good for you. Yeah. Okay. I think. I mean, it's the same way that rejection is good for you, in the same way that like not being rejected is good for you. Like well, for a yes sure. and a no. It's again like we were talking about it earlier. I think like before the podcast even started, but like rejection really is like if you're at two doors. Mm-hmm. Rejection isn't like both doors are slamming. Rejection is one door slamming. Like you still have another door that you can always go into, I feel like. Yeah. And so it's like I think it's good because it in a way just like like also I think rejection can be great in the same way that like for the longest time society rejected gay people. They did? Yeah. They still do, babe. No, I mean they still do, but like you know, the pushback on that and like you know, those doors being closed have led us into new doors and like... For sure. Um, so, I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. I think rejection is like valid and I think it's necessary mm -hmm. and I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. I think it is a state of mind and I think that's where it's hard to remember that when you've been rejected and for when that sure. happens. Because it is very like all of a sudden emotional. I mean, I spent like two days literally just going over in my head, this like conversation that we had yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. And it wasn't even like I could really help it, no, help it. Like no. I would, it, like it wouldn't stop. Like I was trying anything I could to make it stop. Um, but it leads to new conversations. It leads to all different types of things that I think are necessary and, I don't think that it can be looked at as bad. I think it needs to be looked at as part of life and just a, yeah. a, a yes or a no. I live in the right brain, left brain, which is like, oh, it's, it's a miserable state to be in. But it's what you just expressed. 
Logically, yes. Rejection is great because it provides insight and context to what you can do next. Right. It, it sets the status for you and you get to make a decision on how you move forward. So like if you went for a job you really wanted, right? Mm-hmm. There are many jobs when I was applying for co-ops and things like I would apply for them. I'd interview. I'd spend all this time doing all this work and then just be told no or never to hear back, which pff, worst. worst. Um, and it's really defeating to like constantly kind of put yourself out there and receive consistent rejection over and over and over again, not only in just the workspace, but when you're, you know, putting yourself out there for dates or, you know, trying to, you know, be sexual or whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it burns. No, I mean, I can definitely, I understand that. You I know, I can see that it becomes very like you don't want to do it anymore. It's very burdensome. And I think for me, a lot of times, like, especially like trying to date or even potentially hook up with someone, it's like when you receive enough rejection, it doesn't make it comfortable. I mean, we know we have friends. We know specifically who we're talking about. He's listening. Um, He applied to so many jobs and like you reach the point. (laughs) He's not listening. Yes, he does. He's a listener. Okay. Um, And you reach a point where you really do want to give up totally. And I don't always know what is the headway. I mean, it really is. I think the reason why I view different types of rejections in different realms. Um, and it's not all one, you know, like for me, the way I personally view, like you said, rejection is a state of mind. I view rejection in jobs as like, on to the next. Right. So it's like answer yes, no, next. Answer yes, no, next. Like you have to keep bulldozing your way through. Totally. To get what you want. Um, whereas dating is an interesting place because you're receiving that physical, emotional, personal rejection for your being in existence. Right. I don't like you. Granted, it could be what they're experiencing. Like there was a time where I went up to somebody at the gym and I like asked for their Instagram and asked them to go on a date. Yeah. And they said no. Okay. For some people that is water off a duck's back. Right. Like that's, that's the game. Right. Like you go in the game and you ask if you don't keep moving on to the next person. It's the same way that you think of jobs. Yes. And they rejection no and next person because if you're trying to find a boyfriend if you're trying to find someone to date or whatever like you're on this mission right and yeah. so if you don't have a mission in your mind I think rejection can kind of eat you a little bit which for me does eat me a lot in terms of like if I go to hook up with somebody and they've told me like oh I'm not into you or like if you're talking to somebody for a while and then you're like, hey, like, would you like to go out sometime? And they're like, no, I'm not really looking for that right now. Um, it, it makes it challenging to like, because you have, because <clears throat> the thing with like jobs is you can always build upon yourself skills. You can get experiences. You can get references. You know, you can tailor and build your resume and extra um, curricular things to make you seem like a more viable candidate, right? Whereas if you are a person, an individual, you can't do the same thing. I don't think so. I, I don't, think to- I don't totally disagree with you. 
I think one, the more dates you go on, the more you realize like, oh, okay, well, this is what I say. This is what I can say. The more like dates you go on, the more you're like, oh, this is how human beings like interact with each other. This is like I'm how not they read willing, each other. I'm not willing because I feel that. But in, and then and in the same way, like you can also with time, like grow yourself, like with each new date and in a way like adds on another element to you, another like experience to your life. It as an experience, but I know for myself, I hold on to the negative things that people have said about me in the past. And I can't always change those things. I can't change who I am in some ways. I can change myself physically, you know. I can change myself emotionally in certain ways. But, but I don't think some... it's about changing you physically or change. I think it's about changing your perception of what that is. You're, you have been rejected in a way and so you're taking that as like oh okay this is a part of me that I can't change that this person is bad yeah. but that's not what you need to think about it as you need to think about it as oh okay this is not meant for this person this part of me wasn't meant for this person for that sure it's a bad thing or it needs to be a rejectable quality it more just is like that's his state of mind and this is something that like someone else won't reject you can't really view it as but that's to me I hear what you're saying and I partially agree um, I think for myself though I can't always get to that mind state because in theory it's almost like you're giving false hope to a situation but what are you, what false hope are you giving to the situation that somebody will appreciate these things about me that someone will look at me it's like putting the but it, if you're it's putting the power in in my head and putting the power in the employer but i think that but you're still viewing it wrong then because i think if you're trying to like i didn't say i was viewing it right well no i just but i think that like if you're okay so then all of a sudden you're trying to put it in someone else will eventually like it but if you're trying to reframe your mind and reframe that like okay this isn't a bad quality of me all of a sudden you're not well who's to say that who's the judge and the jury but that's what i'm saying no you you are your own and judge and jury right so you are the only person that has to really like that quality about you right. and if you like it all of a sudden someone does like it that's not an unbelievable fact it well, is already a fact that now, someone likes this quality about me you've just opened up the entire rug okay i don't like anything about me for the most part whoa <laughs> so if somebody is able to pick up on those things that i've find myself to be insecure about it's shit to the wind i mean it's interesting i mean like yeah you're gonna feel rejection on like you don't necessarily like a lot of things about yourself but you do value yourself as a very smart person and a very capable person and you know you can do any job in the world so in a way like with jobs you can bulldoze on right to the next correct one, the next one but with like personal things all of a sudden it's gonna like eat you alive a little bit in a way it always eats me alive especially when i spend time or investment emotionally into a person, whether it is a friend, or even if it is like someone that I've been hanging out with a while or hooking up with, like there is a developmental growth that creates a connection and almost in a way is like you're holding on to them for dear life, hoping that they don't get off the boat, right? You've brought them on and, you know, let's just say for some reason, you know, they're getting busy in their lives. It could not even be a personal thing against me. It could be just something that they're doing because they're everyone's life turned. People can move. Yeah, you know. But again, you're talking about holding on to someone as a lifeboat. Like you're holding on to this person for your life. For sure. And that can't be how the mind 
you can't be holding on to people for dear life. And that is why rejection from a person is so much harder for me to endure right. than other situations. Like if I get rejected from a job or like another situation you can think of right now, um, how else you get rejected? I don't know. Like, oh, if a, if a, if a, a name got rejected or a time or something I submitted or if, if, if I'm faced with obstacles that are a way of rejection, whether it's at work or whether it's, um, you know, like just existing in daily life, right? Like my order gets canceled or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can navigate those. Right. I don't take those personally. I take the way people treat me very sensitively. Totally. Very sensitively. And a lot of people, it's a back and forth conversation I've had with myself. I've had with people like being sensitive. People say is a great quality. It makes you understand and be more empathetic and think about other people's needs. But then it also doesn't make you, strong in the workplace also doesn't make you a strong individual to handle different things in life once again i think that's your frame of mind and like framing it like no i'm saying i'm saying like that's what i've heard from other people before i'm not saying that's what i believe but in terms of like where i land with it it's a constant battle of like is this a good quality i have yes is it a bad quality i have yes there's no there's never gonna be a winning in my head that like oh these things about me are great things to have about me or an asset for an individual. Do you have assets for yourself that you view and you're like, thank God I have this? Yeah. Like what? I mean, are you really going to make me get into it? You're going to say your looks again? A hundred percent. But I mean, like other things, like I'm very, I think I have like very good mannerisms. Like I think I'm a very mannerism. Like I think I'm a very polite person. Like I think I have manners. Like I think the way that I like handle myself is very like, I don't think people get like rejected off of my personality much. Like, so you're saying your presence in front of people. No, I think I have assets. What What are mannerisms? Like, what do you mean? What like like I, you say please and thank you? Like, I think my manners one yes are is a great asset. I think like what type of manners? The way that I hold myself though, like my mannerisms, the way that I am as a human being, like the way that like my body moves and the way that I like talk and things like that, and the okay. way that I like hold myself and present myself to people. Okay. I think is an asset to me. I think I like ha- like we were talking about it in the club the other day when we were, I was like taking pictures oh, of you so in the club. Oh, so true, so true. You're, like the way that like you're looking in the club like miserable. It just it wasn't as warm whereas I feel like I am a warm person. And oh, I think for that's sure. an asset of mine. Yeah, I your think, energy, your yeah. aura is very um accepting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't view, you don't think you have any assets. You don't think you have like financial responsibility assets. That, I guess because you I don't have, think like your strength is an asset. Well, I have a harsh view on like what to consider yourself to have in terms of quality. I'm very hard on myself, as you know. Obviously. And like when you, you recently had said before to me that like, you know, the number one priority is like staying alive, mm-hmm. right? That's how I view a lot of things I do. Yeah. They're all functions of existing. So like yeah. financial responsibility, there's no other choice. Okay. Having a job and getting paid, there's no other choice. Yeah. Um, following rules and behaving as much as possible, no other choice. I think that's partially... No, it's true. You know that. Like, it's it's taken a lot to mold myself to figure out what I want 
to exist as. And right now, everything is in the clouds. And that's why I think it's hard to land yourself because, I mean, it's partially a gay trait because you go your whole life existing in the straight world, basically conforming yourself to be accepted by people. Yeah. Right? You go from being attacked and ridiculed because you have a limp wrist and you talk funny and you have only girls as friends Mm -hmm. and then you're beaten down for that the only way you figure out how to survive that is to conform in a way that creates acceptance right Mm -hmm. so what creates acceptance when you're in school or when you're younger doing well in school good grades performing well in sports um bringing home the bacon you know like proving to other people that your value is in inanimate things um which goes back to that book that i've been reading for centuries um the best a literal <laughs> century no, I at really, least a year i got bored with it um but it's called the best little boy in the world and it's the same mentality where like you go through this journey of like it's almost like you don't know who you are at, after you have come out and you start existing in different spaces and you're having to make decisions on whether or not that conforms with how you exist with your identity. Yeah. So that's why I think it's hard for me when someone gives me a personal rejection, whether it is, you know, a, a physical part of my body or whether it is, you know, how I perform sexually or how I you know, do things that would involve me. You whether, give so many examples. Yeah, because that's... <laughs> because you just always have examples. Every yeah. time you say something, you're like, if like this and like this or like this, you know, for example, like this. Well, I think the audience likes it when I give... Three examples tact- for every time. Tactful example. Little point that yes. you have. Well, you never sure. know. They can relate to things. Um, People like context. I know they like context. It's just funny. That it's, it's, it's not that I'm criticizing you. It is just a fun... Like, it's... Almost every time you have to give like three examples, like you're always it's this patterns of three that you're doing where it's like you have to give three new examples. It's just funny. Like, well, when you're ready, you're like whether it's my mind or my legs or my arm, I am doing this. Because, <laughs> but whether I need to do it for this, this or this, I am doing like people like details. I'm and sorry. It's, just, it's, it's interesting. The, the amount of context you feel is necessary to deliver. Uh, it's just funny that you're criticizing me when. I just spent a whole conversation talking about how, like, when someone criticizes me or perceives me or rejects me in a way, then it bothers me. Mm-hmm. And you just said, you know what? Let me just do it. Let like, me reject him. Let right me do it right now. <laughs> but do you have any insight to that? Do you ever feel any of this type of rejection where it's, like, overwhelming and bearing and you can't move with your life? Yeah, no. I mean, I definitely do. I I guess a, a rejection isn't something that I think feel necessarily a lot i guess um then you need to experience it more well i just from (laughs) but i I don't know if that's a mental framework because i don't think i think of rejection the same way as you and i think i'm i i do think i'm a little bit more of like wishy-washy with it with rejection like i don't think i'm always accepting rejection as like a full definite oh interesting and oh and a full thing like against okay that 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 means this was done about me and I'm got to go like that's I've all I've always thought of it as more of like molding like and which is why before when you were telling me about your rejection keep my mouth shut because I do view it the way you just said it where it's like a stake in the ground and then you got to make a decision what to do next whereas you process it 
because you love emotions. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm not going to spend time dwelling. Yeah. On. I think it's important. I like to really sit and feel figure things out and feel things and it's not necessarily always the most productive way we've obviously talked about that but it is well, it is mix. the way there's like, a blend just, i i can't help but to really sit and feel and think and overthink and you know it is hard like it's interesting because you know i saw him last night and you know, it was a great time. And all of a sudden it makes me feel a lot more secure about like mm. where I was and a lot more like, okay, I know exactly where we are and we're still like hanging out and he still really likes me and I still really like him and things are still going to work out. But it's, you know, it's like, so then should I have been wallowing? Like, should I have like forced it to like have us to talk and like hung out earlier? Cause then maybe we would have just hung out and I wouldn't have had an extra day of wallowing. Mm. But then I'm like, if I didn't have that extra day of wallowing, if I'd gone over there too early, would it have been good? What have I like kind of ruined the situation? Will we end up talking about something? So it's like, you never really know. But I think in the end of the day, things like rejection and all these things lead you onto these new parts of your life. And I'm a firm believer in that. Like you really do have, like there's no possible way in my head for you to experience good times if you don't have bad times. And I think that's why in a way I like to like really experience my emotions and like, let these bad emotions fester because I've but do you let the good emotions fester I try to and I want to start making those fester okay. and I, I, I want to be able to appreciate my life and the things that I have sure. and I think I've been doing that a lot more I think I've been trying to actively talk about how much I appreciate like different social situations or if I had a fun night I'm going to talk about it sure. or I've been telling my friends a lot recently more like that I do notice that y'all are here and I appreciate it and I'm trying That's to amazing. make changes to my life that I'm not leaving y'all in the dirt a lot or like doing things that y'all don't necessarily like and I uh, yeah I think that's great I think we should also mention that you rejected me so that's true that is true and i did reject brett you know and you you have to ask yourself when someone says to you you know what i do like you i see more with you and the response is actually no i think we should just be friends well i will say from that rejection if we want to talk about that rejection We've talked about it before. I know. I just want to bring since, it up. Since that's happened, we've talked about it. And we've we've also talked about like, okay, if we were in a relationship. No, I know. There's been, there's things that wouldn't work out. There I, were things that would have torn us apart and we wouldn't have been able to continue this. So the fact that I did reject you. But isn't that the whole point of a relationship? Isn't that a point of a relationship is to like go through the ups and downs and commit yourself? Yeah. But I think there would have been things that we would have been unable to get past. In a like relationship way, I guess because I view if I'm locked into a relationship, I'm doing everything to sacrifice myself to make sure it works. Not a good strategy. Not a good strategy. And I think that would have been one thing that I would have been like, no, this is too much for me. I can't handle this. Which is interesting. But that that's just that's why we work better as friends. That's why rejection is a necessary thing because obviously I needed to close that door for you in your head and like <laughs> that's where we were now. But then you have to understand that the processing of it afterwards. Like, I totally understand different processings of it afterwards. Yeah. Everyone has processes things differently. Right. The play. But see, part of me is like then again trying to challenge you to rethink as like instead of that being a rejection, that was the op- that was the beginning of like 
my a, a friendship that has meant more to me than so many of my past friendships it's yeah. like not even funny and like has led to me being able to trust someone with mm-hmm. my heart and body and mind and like Ooh. keep me safe and uh, like I, I think it's and it's not the same to you I mean I've been here for you as a friend <laughs> the fact that you're laughing is like no and I just like I just <laughs> but did you not think in my head that I already knew that like I already had hung out with you a few times and I already kind of knew that this was gonna work otherwise I wouldn't still be here yeah I don't mind existing in the friend capacity. I know. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying from a rejection standpoint. But I just mean that like. That it's like from that instance, like you weren't rejecting me as a person. Right. But my perception of it, it feels like that, which is why it's hard for me to accept interpersonal rejection from people. Whereas outside of that. It can exist however it wants. Right. And so that's why as my big takeaway I hope people get from this is to start to reframe your rejections. Start to rethink how this is. If you feel like you have been rejected, you have gotten a firm no, start to think about how this has been a yes in your life. Start to think about how this is a change, how you can move forward from this. Because that really is, I think, the best way that you can move, you can deal with it. Because I, I I firmly believe that rejection isn't an end. Well, I hate to disappoint you, but this is the end of the podcast. Ah, well, we still have, like, we can talk about some more things. We were going to do a little, like, pop culture recap for the kids. Sure. What's happening with uh, the I mean, don't news you think it's, that was, like, such a harsh, hard topic? I feel like we had, like, a really fun episode, and now we had, like, another serious episode we've gotten back to. It's like, I can never really decide what our genre is. Oh, being gay is always trauma. Oh, I mean, like, being gay is always trauma. And that, I guess, is our, like, genre. <laughs> are we, like, funny? Are we serious? I guess we're not funny. No, I, I'm definitely funny. You know what? You guys about qualities and I know about myself? Yeah, I'm funny as hell, okay? I make myself laugh so much. I can just be sitting in bed cackling. I know. Trust me. Sometimes <laughs> I wake up and you're doing it and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, well, let's not talk about when you're sleeping. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Different noises. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moaning from all the wet dreams. You know what somebody, you know what somebody said to me recently? They said that I was. Are sl- you slut shaming me? Yeah. For having wet dreams. Next to me. Sorry. <laughs> you sleep next to me and get squirted on. It's not Ooh, That's the next viral TikTok right there. Oh my God. We went viral on TikTok. Hot. Hot, hot of the week was that we went viral on TikTok. Also, my great and loving supportive friends, but we were fucking viral on TikTok. <laughs> I think it's funny the way you told me it though, because we were playing pickleball, and I was trying to like sign over to you. Like he, he did the two as like a V, and then he did the one as the I, and I'm playing pickleball, and he's doing like two one. I'm like, am I supposed to serve? What are you saying, two one? Yeah, it was funny. It was not good. Um, you want to talk about? Gwyneth Paltrow Yes What's been like Fascinating me this whole week Has been Gwyneth Paltrow's Ski trial Like what That's so crazy She lost a day of skiing She lost a day of skiing But she's like only So she's only suing For damages of one dollar If anyone doesn't know Gwyneth Paltrow Is currently on trial Mm. Um, along with her like whole family because she crashed in or allegedly, allegedly. crashed in to a skier at a resort, a doctor. Mm. And he has like, I mean, he can't go to wine tastings anymore. He's having brain problems. He's had all these different types of injuries. Mm-hmm. And she's like, bullshit, you crashed into me. Literally, you hit me in the back. And I said, ow. Like that's what and No she said other words She that said other not words so That good, are not so like, nice. banned on TikTok Yeah 
Um, we should talk about censorship in an episode. <laughs> but anyway, um, anyway, it's fascinating. Oh, Her it's, looks. Oh yeah. She's serving like in. It's like part of me hates Gwyneth Paltrow and part of me loves Gwyneth Paltrow. The plaintiff, like, the plaintiff attorney. Oh my god, the attorney. Every character is so great. The fact that it's being the whole thing is live streamed on YouTube is wonderful. It's crazy. Her kids are testifying. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, watching her reaction, there's like, do you know Taylor Swift? No. No. I like went to one concert. concert. So anyway, yeah, I'm really excited to have more updates about that. I think that's going to be like really fun things to talk about. Sure. Um, what else has been going on in the world? Um, Beyonce uh, X Balma. Oh, those pictures were cool. You know what? <clears throat> this is all planned out because in America has a problem. This is what I was reading online. Of she, course it's all planned out. It's Beyonce. I know, but Beyonce. She's, Beyonce. She's, she says 2040. 80 at the trap. I saw that tweet. Okay. Talk about it. The kids don't see the tweet. Well, the tweet was that you essentially, she like planned this to get out of Adidas and she, her contract was $20 million and she did it for four years. Yeah. 20, 40, 80 at the trap. And then she was like, that's what she did at the trap. And then, totally. And then now she did. And her, now she's with Bama. Bama. And they have a whole collection that is fierce. And she's going to keep wearing a certain look over and over, like, throughout the... Let me tell you. They keep popping up. Beyonce is one of the smartest, most intense women I, like... I'm seeing her in ...have concert. ever met. <laughs> Honestly, like, I know someone that has an extra ticket, and <sighs> if I... Who? If I really want to, like, go then and still have the money, like, maybe if I put away a hundred bucks a month... I could go. A month? Whoa. I mean, that's crazy. That's a lot of money, but that's how much I would need. It's like six months away. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's why. It's $600 for your ticket? If I was to buy this one, yeah. <sighs> wow. Well. Mine's also $600. Um, yeah, it's a floor ticket. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, well, who knows? Maybe I'll be at Beyonce. Maybe you will. But... Anyway, everyone, I hope that, you know, you kind of got some chuckles or enjoyment from this episode. I think people will. I think yeah. a lot of people, I mean, the people I talk to that listen to our podcast regularly, which people I know, um, or like DM us or like DM me on the side, like they really resonate with so much that we say. And I'm glad. I think that our conversations are exactly what we've been trying to do, which is resonate and talk with people. And it has made me feel a little bit more connected to people who listen to it. Um, I always want us to be like extremely funny and like think we're gonna have like the most hilarious content, but then I realize like that's not just what we're best at. No, I mean we're I good at breaking boundaries. We can't just talk about your hole every week. No, no, we can talk about let's talk about mine. Okay, how's yours doing? <laughs> we don't have time for that. Uh -oh. Maybe next week though. <laughs> Cliffhanger. We love you. We will see you all on another episode of Everything from Top to Bottom, which yes. you can catch every Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Yes. And if you really like us, you can rate and review us five stars, please. Only. And if you don't want to rate us five stars, at least tell us why you're not doing it. No, no. If you don't, go to the next podcast and rate them our negatives. Amen. Yeah. Also, find us on TikTok and Instagram. At top to bottom pod, that is at symbol top T O P two T O bottom B O T T O M pod. Thank you. -D. Thank you, listeners. Very, very special. All right, we love you all. See you next week. Bye.